You're listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 255. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. I am your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who helps women around the world make more money by creating a personalized business strategy and mastering their mindset so they can create a business and life they love and want to show up for every single day. Hey, 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 welcome back, my friend. What a glorious freaking week it is. I'm just so grateful for everything that's in my world at the moment. And I encourage you to think about what gratitude do you have in your world right now? Is it your kids? Is it your family? Is it your clients? Is it your self-love? What is it? Because gratitude, a sprinkle of that every day makes the world a better place. Now, today on the podcast, I'm pumped because today we have the amazing Erica Kramer joining us, and we're going to be chatting about how you don't need confidence, but rather you need courage. It's a beautiful and rich podcast where you chat about so much, and I just love the vibe that Erica brings. We dive into how does uh, courage impact confidence. We talk about are people born with confidence. We talk about what factors lead to lack of confidence. We also explore how lack of confidence impacts our decision-making abilities and leads us to miss use opportunities both in business and life and the conversation is just filled with juiciness and so much more but before we get started in this awesome episode this episode is sponsored by my four-day exclusive women in business retreat being held in bali from october 19th through to october 22nd 2023 there are going to be the most amazing a combination we've got sound healing we've got beautiful meals we've got mastermind sessions we've got speakers there is connection 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 both with yourself and the people around this retreat is not to be missed to learn more about the four-day exclusive Bali retreat, send me a message over on Instagram. You can find me over there. My handle is Angela Henderson Consulting, and we'll just have a chat to see whether or not the retreat is right for you. Again, head to Angela Henderson Consulting over on Instagram, and let's explore you coming to my four-day exclusive Women in Business Bali retreat. But for now, let's get into this awesome episode with the amazing Erica. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, Erica. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now we just hung out together at the Business Chicks event down at the Gold Coast in November, I believe. It seems so long ago, but yet so close together. And it was absolutely epic to see you in motion, taking the stage, working it, but also just the vibrance that you have and the infectiousness that you have, which is like your overall vibe. So I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today talking about forget confidence, you need courage. So yes, super yes. excited to have you. Oh my gosh. First of all, I love you. And when I saw you, I was like, ah, Jola, I'm so short. Why are you so short? <laughs> it's not fair. 
It's not fair. Um, <laughs> not fair, but no, but your outfits though. I mean, those heels you wear, you were very close I'm to trying. being as tall as me because you were like working that and like, you can work a heel. Meanwhile, I would have broken eight legs, but you, you can work the heel, my friend. Now, listen, before we get into today's topic, I always like to ask a fun question. So the audience gets to know you a little bit deeper in a different way. So my fun question to you is, is I know how much you love music. I know yeah. how much you like to shake your ass. So my question yeah. to you today is what is your go-to favorite dance song? Oh God, my go-to favorite dance song right now. It's bad bunny. Um, Después de la playa, which means after the beach. So it's like a bad bunny is like a Puerto Rican reggaeton. It's like reggae Spanish, but then in the middle of the song, he plays merengue, which is Dominican Republic mm-hmm. and Puerto Rico is right next to DR. And mm-hmm. so I love merengue. Like I'm like, maybe I'm part Dominican because I love it. <laughs> And it's just like, and I'm just like, oh, my God, my my hips are just like, oh, it doesn't matter what's happening. And so that is merengue is my jam. (laughs) And so that's specifically from the Dominican. Yeah. So Dominican Republic, like there are other countries that, that play it, but it's like that is their music. And it's fast. It's literally, I don't know why we don't teach non-Spanish people that instead of salsa because salsa is like convoluted and you're moving and then you're twisting and turning. Well, like merengue is literally like you're marching in place, mm-hmm. hip side to side. It's the easiest. It's like a military dance. That's okay, so I'll have to see because I head to the Dominican in May. So I'm going to have to check it out yes. and see. Do you know what I mean? Because the white girl Canadian hips don't go so well, but we will <laughs> test my friend. We will test. So now my next question I want to ask you is there could be listeners today who might not know the amazing Erica. Tell us a little bit briefly about where did you start and where are you today? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so brief, quick um, cliff notes. I was born in Boston. Mm -hmm. So it's Erica from America, Mm -hmm. Um, even though now I'm an Australian citizen. But anyway, (laughs) Um, so I was born in Boston to a single mother, bipolar, had a really hard upbringing in foster care, uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, was kidnapped food stamps, the whole poor scarcity mentality my dad left when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school, I decided to join the military. So I joined the army, moved across to California, married my high school sweetheart, and then moved across to Florida. Unfortunately, broke my back in a bad car accident. My husband passed away drinking and driving. Um, it was a hot mess. And I just, I was just like over it. I kind of was like, oh my God, my life, I'm cursed. So I numbed out for three years, met a man in Las Vegas, as you do. As you do. <laughs> I was in the military and hairdressing and modeling and doing all the Gemini manifesting generator shit that I do. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I met this Australian man and I'm like, yep, cool. I'm moving. I don't even know where Australia is. Let's go delete my life. Let me run away from all this shit because it's not going to follow me. Right, Angela? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we tell ourselves. Yes. Your shit can swim across the ocean and it can fly. Okay. So I came to Australia, horrible relationship. He wasn't a good guy. Another horrible relationship. And then finally looked in the mirror and was like, I'm a hot mess express. And it's always been me. It's me with me. And uh-huh. it was like a moment of truth of like, shit, what am I doing? And so my personal trainer became like my guru and my bestie. And then my husband and now my baby daddy, we got two kids and <laughs> after eight years of doing this work, like invested all this money on credit cards because I didn't have the money I had bad money beliefs. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really I was healing. I'm still healing, but mm-hmm. I really was able to heal a lot of the victimhood. A lot of the why is this happening to me? Um, build a business, launch my coaching practice in 2018. And then just in that year, created this business where now I get to support women, podcast, my book, all the things. But it was really a whole life of shit uh, that I had to overcome and I'm still continuing to overcome. So in a nutshell. <laughs> but you said there, there again, and I talk often on the podcast about taking responsibility 
Until we take responsibility and look in the mirror, no one's coming to save us. No one's knocking at the door to say, get up and go to the gym. No one's coming to the door to say, do this or else you're going to sabotage the relationship with the person you love. Like we have to take radical responsibility. So do you think that was one of the pivot turning points when you're like, actually, this is me. This is not like, like granted, don't get me wrong. Men can contribute to it. Our history can contribute to it. But once you started to say like, listen, it's, it's only me that can change this and change this for my future, my children and future generations. Is that when you started to see some radical change? for yourself a hundred percent but like it's so funny because you have to get slapped across the head a few times mm -hmm. uh, and hard and breaking my back wasn't bad enough like that's pretty bad and uh, nope that's not bad enough it's like okay there's another low that you're gonna hit okay let's go even more rock bottom let's go under the earth rock bottom and yeah. so yeah i think it's it's that was the moment where i think i couldn't hide anymore because i was seeing the patterns mm -hmm. and to anybody listening the pattern is it keeps happening. It's the same door that keeps slamming in your face. It's not a new door. It's not a new thing. It's like the same thing. Then you're kind of like, okay, okay, universe. Okay. I hear you. This is, this is a problem that I need to look at. And so that was that moment. And it was, it had slammed its door many times. And that's the thing though, is the universe is always nudging us. Yeah. It starts to nudge us. It's really quiet when they first nudge you and then it gets a little louder and then they slap you and then they kick your ass, right? <laughs> you can either choose to listen to the nudges or choose not to. But I feel in the world that we live in where we're so distracted and consumed by other people and also yeah. by our own ego and by whatever we're consuming via podcast and reading, et cetera, that the nudges are so quiet that we don't listen, right? We keep totally. suppressing everything down. But again, and the other thing that you talked about was healing. You know, I mm. my grandmother died on Christmas. My brother died on Mother's Day. A father type figure died on New Year's Day. Like death, like I've had some pretty significant things happen. Yeah. And it was one of those things though that I knew the healing had to start also, right? Mm -hmm. Not just from death, but from childhood, et cetera. And I believe healing goes hand in hand with business growth. I don't think it's yeah. all healing all the time because I also believe you need strategy and I also believe all of that. But I do believe that there's something magical happens when you start to heal and you start to look in the inner work. What are your thoughts around that? 100% because you are the person in the business. I don't know who said business is not personal. Uh -huh. It is. You are the person. Unless you're an AI, then yes. <laughs> they're still trying to make that personal. You know, like you're yeah. going to be responsible AI for mm -hmm. ethically doing this. So I think that a hundred percent. If you look at your life, whatever's going on in your life, it's going to mirror into your business. If you look at whatever's going on in your, your history, it's going to mirror into how you create and what you create. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the ingredients. You have all the ingredients inside of you. What are you producing? Mm -hmm. So of course it impacts. I think a million percent it impacts us for mm -hmm. sure. And now obviously we're going to talk about confidence and courage because obviously there's an element of confidence and courage that is needed also in when we're running our business. So one of your podcast episodes was around forget confidence, you need courage. And that's where I want to start today with some of the questions that I want. And us, I guess I'm going to rewind a little bit in order for us to get our confidence you say courage, but what does that mean? Like, cause that's That potentially could mean a million things to a whole bunch of different people, but just 100%. so we're on the same page. When you yeah. say forget confidence, you need courage. What does that mean for all of us? Well, I think like if we break down the whole the whole thing about even confidence, because that's such a word that's been used. And mm -hmm. I kind of made the 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 book and, and the whole talk around confidence. I've mm -hmm. been talking about it for over 10 years. It was mm -hmm. like I really wanted to debunk what it was because people think when you have confidence, then you'll do that thing. Mm -hmm. And what I think confidence is, is this horrible, terrible thing that feels the worst. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, nah, that's not what confidence is. And I'm like, no, no, it is. It feels fucking shit when you're building confidence. And if you are willing to feel that shit, then you can create confidence. And so courage comes into it and we'll get into the five C's I'm sure at some point, but mm -hmm. we have this whole practice of confidence and courage comes into it with, are you willing 
to be scared and feel the fear and not know and have that anxious butterflies. And like, to me, again, courage doesn't feel like the courageous lion from, you know, Wizard of Oz. It feels like the scared, wasn't he scared the whole time? That's courage. Mm -hmm. He was scared the whole time, but he was walking on the yellow brick road with Dorothy. He's like, okay, I don't know. We're going to follow this lady. She seems to know what we're doing, but he was shit scared. And so Mm -hmm. how did he create courage from being shit scared? He kept going, but he was scared. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about it takes courage to create confidence is you're going to be scared as hell, but you have to do it anyway. If you want to access this magical thing that people think is going to change everything, which is confidence. And it's one of those it's the journey, not the destination kind mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a big uh, myth buster that we really need to talk about because mm-hmm. it's wild. And with confidence, I mean, what are your thoughts around confidence in like in relation to, I mean, upbringing, etc. So what I'm trying to get at is like when you think about confidence, are we born with confidence? How how does confidence even stem? Or how long do you like in your experience of working with people? When do you see confidence potentially become a problem? Because when I think about kids, for example. Obviously, if you if when I say quote unquote normal, no fucking childhood's normal. But let's just of say course. take away not getting kidnapped, take away the sexual abuse. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just your mom and dad might be a little bit cray cray. They're gonna be a little bit alcohol. But what I'm saying is yeah. this: if you look at kids, your kids probably too. They're just free. They yeah. just roll. Do you know what I mean? They put on the dress up outfit. They're free. They go up to their friends. They say what they want. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. are we born with it or do we, is it environmental and we learn it? Like, tell me a little bit more about where you think it stems from. Yeah. I definitely think that we are born with, as we, as adults would call confidence, uh-huh. but I don't think it's like a bit Eckhart totally up in here, but I don't think like kids would go, I identify as confident. Totally. They just are, right? They're yeah. just being, and we teach them all of the things we teach them, the fear, We teach them to be careful. We teach them to worry instead of encouraging them to be who they are, experiment, have fun. I mean, I catch myself daily trying not to helicopter and because of, you know, and I don't want to be that parent because I know about it because I study it and I read about it. However, there's still that fear because they're your babies and they're precious Mm -hmm. and all the bullshit that kids get kidnapped and it doesn't ever happen. It rarely happens. Mm -hmm. But if you watch TV, it's happening every five minutes. Mm -hmm. So there's this conditioning that we have, uh, how we live our life is that, oh my God, social media is taking my children away or my kids are going to get kidnapped. So we have this fear and we teach them the fear. So our kids Mm -hmm. are learning. They're actually learning to be scared. They're learning to care what people think. They're learning to be seen and not heard. That's what they're learning from us as Mm -hmm. they are. They just are. It's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't even call that confidence. But if we go to adulthood and say, are we born with confidence? Yes, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think kids think it's confidence. I think they just go, I can and I will until I fall down the stairs. Like my son tried to climb down the stairs when he was three months old. And I'm like, I'm like I can't be like, he's so confident. He doesn't even know what the hell that means. Yeah. He just had like zero, zero fucks. He's like, I'm going to do this. And obviously mm-hmm. we didn't allow him to do that. So I do think that it's, it's, there's this freedom that children have this childlike zero fucks. I don't care. Yeah. You're inclusive. Everybody's cool. And then we start to get into adulthood or adolescence and we're like, mine, yours, that's good. That's bad. My, even my seven-year-old is like, Oh, what are they going to say if I wear that? And I'm like, baby, FWOT. And he's like, okay, okay. But he's, he's not like, yeah, mom. He's like, okay, I don't know if I believe that. Cause then they might not, they might out me, they might other me. And then I'm, that does impact me. So I can see my seven-year-old mind like trying to work through it. So I do feel like it is an initiation into adolescence and into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's definitely not something that only those women over there have, and I can't access it. Do I mm-hmm. think no one can have it? No, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a muscle. We can develop it. It's mm-hmm. technically, it's an emotion. So it's mm-hmm. like saying, 
I can't be angry. Oh, you can be angry. No, I'm never sad. You will get sad. So if we if we break down confidence, it's an emotion and we can feel emotions based off of what we think, you know? So, yeah. Why do you think people lack confidence? Like what are the contributing factors to the lack? Because that's where I would say like even working with, you know, thousands of women from around the world, yeah. there's still so much lack, right? Yeah. And so obviously yeah. you and I know like mindset plays a big part, healing plays a big part, mm. but where do you think these or you know, or what are the common factors that can lead to lack of confidence that you've seen with, you know, your own clients or family, friends, community in general? Yeah, such a good question. I think definitely our conditioning. So our environments of growing up. So how were, where were we raised? Who raised us? How was that environment? You know, um, where we treated in a way where we felt like we were important and our voice was heard at the dinner table or we were cared for. So number one, the reason why we are fucked up and this is, I am, and most of us are, have issues with things, our environment, our conditioning, how were we raised up? So once we look at that, then it's like, cool, but that doesn't, that I hate when I listen to TED Talks and they're like, your 200 million year old brain is flat or fry. And that's why, you know, we are so, and I'm like, no, now we know that. So with this new information, can't we make a new decision? So mm. that's one, one way that we mm. lose our confidence. Mm. However, if you have access to YouTube and Instagram and phones and, and knowledge, you can shift that. So I don't want to use that as a reason why we're not, um, but mm. I believe it's that. And then the next big one, the biggest one that women tell me, and we've asked all of our clients um, and my podcast listeners is like, what is it? And it's, it's the giving. We care so much about how other people perceive us. Mm -hmm. And I know that's normal. However, when we allow other people's opinions to stop us from doing what we want to do, from creating what we want to create to stop us, that's a whole other level. Like that's mm -hmm. not, that's a dysfunction that we need to look at because caring, we're going to care. We have mm -hmm. to care, yep. but letting it stop you a whole other thing. So I feel like the giving a shit what people think about you stops us creating confidence. It stops us having a go at even trying. Mm -hmm. And then the last one I would say is identification. So mm -hmm. I'm just not a confident person. They are, I'm not this like egoic label that you think because I'm this, that means that. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, your meaning is going to, you know, it's going to ruin it for you. So mm -hmm. those are the three I would say. Gin Women in Business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day Women in Business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 12 speakers have already been announced with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Manny from Sound Healing Australia, who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. And to just go on that, obviously, you know, individuals out there will be like, mm, I'm kind of picking up on this, Erica. I'm wondering if this is a little bit more me. How do you recommend individuals identify or overcome or just look, explore, reflect on some of their limiting beliefs or even negative self-talk that they might be holding them back? How would they know? What, what can they be looking for? Well, I think like the, the easiest way to look and you probably talk about this, I'm sure, is like how what's your life speaking to you? Like what does Oprah say? Like your life is talking to you. Are you mm -hmm. listening? Like look mm -hmm. at your bank account. 
Look at your relationship. Look in the mirror naked. How do you feel? How do, what's going on in your body? How are you eating? How are you moving? Like all of the evidence is in our life. And I know that, that that's harsh because sometimes we're like, damn, I hate my job. I hate my husband. I hate my bank account. I'm not happy. I'm still single, whatever. Yeah. That's just use that as data, right? It's like, that's evidence. That area of your life is not fulfilled. It's not happy. So now we have like, we know where we're seeing the result we don't want. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing I love to do, and a lot of people don't like to do it because people don't want to journal. And it's not a dear diary, but <laughs> it is, it's a stock take of your brain. So it's like taking your brain and putting it on paper and then going, oh, okay, I see you. These are all the things I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. Oh, and I'm with those people. I feel that. Okay. You just mm -hmm. get to understand your mind. And I mean, it's the most powerful thing to know what top three thoughts mess with you. What are the top three? It's like, I know my top three. I know my sneaky shit when it comes in and I know when it comes in and I know where it stems from. So then I'm aware I have the information where I don't just go into my um, normal stuff that blocks me and stops me. So number one, I think we need to understand that our conditioning and where we grew up matters. Number two, it's like, what are you thinking and what are the results you're currently getting? And do you pay attention? Uh, one one coach, I don't remember who it was, but one said to me, it's like, it's like taking a stock take or an inventory. Mm -hmm. What is up there? And if we don't pay attention, your mind is running your life and then you don't even know why you feel the way you feel. So that would be like the key is getting the mindset side, getting to understand what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And what actions or inactions are you taking? And what results is that producing in your life? And I guess because if we choose not to do that, we choose to ignore it. And if we choose to ignore yeah. it, we're then choosing not to take responsibility. Right. And yes, so, again, it's totally. like that blame game again. And listen, you would know you've done your healing. I've done my healing. And like you said, it's ongoing. The thing is, is the healing doesn't stop. Just like yeah, running a business, yeah. it doesn't stop. There's no one wants to wake up and go, yay, I get to hop on with my healer today. Or I get to hop on with a hypnotherapist today. And I get to ball my eyes out and go back to childhood trauma, like hip, hip, hooray. Yeah, yeah. But what, when you come out of it, though, the feeling of like having that insightfulness, understanding where it comes from, the root of it is, yeah. in my opinion, so uplifting because it's so often I thought it was me. I was the problem. I was the root. But I'm like, well, no, actually, my mom fucking contributed to this problem. Mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. is what she did. It's not about shifting blame, but it's just about maybe mm. to understand it better. Totally, so how totally. obviously this particular podcast is more around like women business owners. And so I'm curious to know with with this lack of confidence that yeah. people are choosing not to potentially address, such as working with you to increase their confidence in the vibe and the people that they're around, how much do you think the lack of confidence is impacting their overall decision-making abilities and also are leading to missed opportunities, both in life and business? Oh my gosh. So I mean, this is the whole International Women's Day situation that like every year, I feel like I have the same message for women on International Women's Day. It makes me angry because yeah. I'm like, I know what we could be doing and I know what we're capable of and we can be angry about the current reality, but anger and pointing the finger outwards is not going to do anything. What is, is going, how do I, as one woman, impact my world and impact my life and how's my money how's my business how like the things that i'm currently lacking and i think you said it before it's like when you have a lack of self-confidence mm -hmm. when you don't think you're good enough when you don't think you are, are worthy of being listened to how are you going to show up online how mm -hmm. are you going to show up on a zoom coaching call how are you going to approach a client who you know you can help and confidently go, listen angela let's do this like let's stop messing around i can help you here's the program here's the link sign up did you sign up? Let's move it like closing the sale. How are you going to do that when you don't have that confidence? And so I feel I, I talk about it a lot. It's like, what is it costing you to stay small? What is it costing you not to create your confidence? What is it costing you not to heal all of the negative beliefs that you think about yourself? Because people like to 
not you, but people like to pretend that business is one thing and personal is another thing. Oh my God, don't even started. Nope. No, it's not. (laughs) Like (laughs) if you, if you work on the person, even people that just work on themselves are more likely to have an incredible business idea, follow through, make money, make impact, change the world versus someone who just graduated from business school has done zero self-work or reflection, has no idea why they think how they think or eat how they eat or or believe what they believe mm-hmm. and hasn't looked at that. So it's highly it's a it's correlated so much to your success and your ability to make money to produce results to help other people to onboard heaps of clients to build a community like i got to say i i'm a community builder like i love me some community mini cults that i be creating and it's fun because people feel that and the reason they feel that is because People want a leader. And for a long time, Angela, my husband, I didn't like the name, the queen of confidence. I'm American. I don't have any queen royalty. I know Australia does. I don't have any of that. Zero. Now it's the king, whatever. I don't have any relation. And so I never wanted a tiara. I never wanted and my logo is a crown, which is hilarious, but I never wanted any of that. I was like, whatever. And my husband's like, what's your problem? I'm like, I don't want to be the queen. Like I'm not the queen. And people will be like, Hey queen. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not her. It's the name of my business. And then he's like, what the fuck's your problem? And I'm like, I don't know, but I don't like it. It's all about me. And I don't want it to be about me. And he said to me something that was so freaking impactful and it stayed with me forever. And I say it to my clients. He's like, people need a leader in the space and you need to be the leader in that space. You're not the queen of everyone, but if you're not there going, Hey, I'm here, let's go this way. People want to follow something. They want to believe in a vision and in a dream. And if we don't take up our space, I'm not taking anybody else's space. This is my space. And there's room for everyone's space. And like, when he said that, I was like, shit. So the queen of confidence is my alter shego right? She's like who I want to be every day. So I I'm her, you're her. Like to me, all the women are the Queens, right? So it was so funny because if I would have stayed small, if I would have went like, who am I to do that? I don't want people to think all the beliefs that they are. No, but I'm not, I'm not this. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to run a room. I don't know how to say cool. So all of the impact that I've made wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. if I would have kept playing small and not dealt with my shit with that. And like you said, it would have cost you, right? It would have potentially cost you the growth of your business impact of helping others. You're getting a dishwasher. We talked about, do you mean your first time that you're getting a dishwasher, right? (laughs) For the first time, right? Like, but again, and it's like these little things are important, but you may never have had it if you chose to continue to play small, right? So like it's costing you financial freedom, your joy, your purpose, your Mm -hmm. fulfillment. That's like, no offense, but that's like a whole life. Like it's costing you your life. And then what does it cost your clients when you don't show up because you have no confidence Mm -hmm. or you're not good enough, supposedly, it's costing your clients. And a lot of business owners say, I am here to help people. Cool. So why are you so worried about yourself? Oh, no, I, I just I, I look stupid. What if I what if I what if I me, 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 I, I, I. I'm like, get out of yourself, step mm-hmm. into service, like get out of your shit because you came here to help people. And now it's all about you because you don't feel good enough. And that's actually not helping people. It's hurting people. Mm-hmm. So now we're being assholes to people, which is like a whole other level. It's like if you think about it like that, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. The other thing I want to go back on is that you talked about is how I always say this. And it's so funny when I do my calls with potential clients, they look at me and people either get it or they don't. Those who don't typically convert, right? Because it's a whole nother form. When I say, when you work with me as your business consultant and coach, I'm not just looking at your business. I'm looking at your home life and your personal life and your community life, because Mm -hmm. all three of those pillars will impact all areas of your life. And people are like, oh no, no, I only need help with my business. 
And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I don't need to know about your sex life, but if shit's going down at home or you're about to get a divorce, that's going to impact what my strategy is for you within your business, because it's going to impact you some way, shape or form. So I love that you two have acknowledged that like, you can't have one without the other. You need to be, they need to be working together. And it's not always easy. Sometimes that's what I say. I hate when people say, unless you heal, you're going to be successful. Well, it depends. Sometimes you need strategy. Sometimes you need healing. Sometimes you need both, like, but it's always evolving and changing. So I was really glad that you did talk about, like, you just can't separate the two because there's a significant flow between them. hundred percent. Now I know you often talk about confidence isn't created in comfort zones. It's one of your quotes. I hear you often speak about. Um, So for those listening, I'd love for you to share, you've got this five C framework that you've developed. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit about what this 5C framework looks like and how individuals that are listening today can start looking at building their confidence. Yes. Okay, perfect. So uh, the five C's is basically the practice of confidence. So we just thought, you know what, confidence is going to be a practice. How we teach it will be a practice Mm -hmm. like yoga, like meditation. Um, There is no final destination. So when you think Mm -hmm. about anybody that listening that meditates, you don't get to meditated. (laughs) You will not get there. Okay. You will be meditated and then be like, oh no, I, I lost my train of thought. Or you get out of meditation, you step on a kid's Lego and you scream or you're in traffic and someone cuts you off and you yell at them and you beep your horn. There goes your meditation. And so for us, when I think about confidence, I I want women to I want to encourage women to create confidence. I used to say reclaim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not the right word. So the more I talk about it, the more nuances came. And I'm like, it's not reclaim. It's create because reclaim Mm -hmm. is like I lost it. And yeah. it's like, no, we didn't lose it. You, The minute you want to create it again, you can't. Like the practice of confidence is five C's and the, it goes one right after the other. But if mm-hmm. you ever stop, like if you stop at one or four, you just do the next step and it takes you back into the practice. So mm-hmm. um, we basically just studied some of the most confident women over 10 years. And we're like, you know what? This is what they're doing. And so it's five C's. Uh, I'll, I'll just read them out and then you can we can break them down. Yeah. But C number one is choice. Yep. Um, number two is courage. Yep. Number three is create. Yep. Number four is consider. And number five is continue. Mm-hmm. And so it goes one, two, three, four, five, and then back to one. So when we talk about choice, really, it's we there's so much procrastination that happens with confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence, it gives you this momentum. And so it starts with what are the choices that you need to make? What's a decision? Are you making choices? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, I'm not making these decisions. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you are. You're mm-hmm. choosing to enact. You're choosing, right, to to sabotage, whatever. So so choice is really about what's the big thing that you want and allowing yourself the permission, especially women, to say it out loud and write it down. Mm-hmm. I want to quit my job. I want to make a million dollars. I want to be on Oprah's couch. Cool. Very scary. Put it down. Number two is courage. And courage, my definition in the book is like your ability to take action while you're shitting yourself simultaneously. Like you're you're like courage is like I'm lost and I'm walking in the dark and I'm scared I'm going to trip on a rock, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to move my feet. Mm-hmm. That's to me what courage is. And so number two isn't there's no action in there. It's just, hey, are you scared as hell? Yeah. OK, awesome. You're going the right way. <laughs> like, keep going. So it's an encouragement of like wind beneath your wings in the practice to go if you're scared as hell like good job right number three is create and we chose the word create because it's a c but also because i'm so tired of action i don't know about you but like the hustle culture even gary v who created the hustle culture is now not talking about that he's like Uh empathy and kindness so create is about you can't always take action 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 because it might be a waste of time and you might burn out but what can you create 
It might be a brand new way, a brand new system. It might be the smallest, tiniest thing. I want to quit my job. Cool. What can you do today? I found a new job. I put in a resume. I told my partner I want to quit my job. What's that small action step you can take that's going to get you moving into the right way and momentum to getting that thing happening? So that's what create is. And it's a small action or something you make up. Number four is consider. Uh, something again that I don't think we do well. And I know in Australia, we, there's it's a different culture to North America. Mm-hmm. So consider is like, how did you go? How was the last action step you did? How was it? Have a look, go back and have a look at how it was. Hindsight. Oh, that was good shit. You know what? That sucked. My launch wasn't great because here's what I did. Here's yeah. what we didn't do. And I think that we take a bunch of action and we don't actually evaluate properly how we went. And so consider is, how was it? Was it awesome? Fantastic. Do more of the same. Was it shit? great. What did you learn? And I don't say fail. And I think we, we, we've we talked about this on, at the business chicks event. It's like, I really hate the word failure because it just makes me feel like shit. Like I failed. So I'm a failure mm-hmm. and words are everything. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, that didn't work. What did I learn? Take the lesson, put it back into the next choice that you make. And yep. then the final one is continue. And continue is about no matter if you fell flat on your ass or you did amazing, so amazing. And now people are looking at you because you're so amazing and you don't know yourself to be that great. You keep going. And this is where I feel like people stop in their practice of confidence and it becomes like a crowbar Mm -hmm. is they fall flat on their face and they go, I'm not cut out for business. Mm -hmm. All my Facebook ad didn't work. They don't work or whatever. My launch sucked. And it's like, no, what sucked about it? What sucked about the ad? Learn, get up again. And so if you don't get up from that place of four of considering and you don't even look at it, you really can't keep creating confidence. You don't make another choice. You don't get the courage to take action. To It's like this movement. So courage and continue are really kind of like the wind that mm-hmm. pushes you to keep going. You really are just really making choices, taking actions, having a look at how it went, doing another choice, taking action. How did that go? You're just doing, you're moving so fast doing that, that it looks like it's just three steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the practice. And I think if you continuously do that, no matter where you are, if you're number two, get up, go to do, what are you going to do? Um, because there's no creating anything without actioning something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how important do you think it is? Because as you even talk about choice, courage, create, consider, continue, do you know what I mean? It like, it flows. There's almost like this rhythm to it, right? Yeah. And I would assume, but correct me if I'm wrong, is that like, when you've got this rhythm, there's momentum. And if you've yep. got the momentum, the confidence just naturally will continue to come with more ease and lightness, the more you cycle through these. Is that totally. true or not true? A hundred percent. There's uh, what did I do? I did a podcast on like compound confidence, uh-huh. you know, and it was like, you'll have a little bit of extra confidence in your, in your backpack. When you need something, you're like, hold on a minute. I haven't done that before, but I've done stuff like that. And I I've, I felt this feeling. And so you have more confidence packed into your backpack, like just in case something terrible happens, you don't go, I'm a loser and I'm never going to have a business again. You go mm-hmm. bankrupt. You're like, that's cool. I've built four businesses. I know what to do. Like we just messed that up or that business partner was shit or okay, cool. The, you know, AI changed things, whatever. But you're not like, I'm so terrible oh, because you've done it in other ways. So 100% this, this helps to build it up for you. And it mm-hmm. also gives you this ability to become a creator. And as women, this we are, whether you have a child or not in that womb space, that sacral chakra, we are creators. And this is where we're building our books, our businesses, our money, our courses, whatever you're building out in the world is, is being created. And if you stop creating, then you're at the effect of your world. What's going to happen with your business? You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to. It's not going to work out. 
Again, well, yeah, and then we start taking responsibility and we're back, exactly. do you know what I mean, at running from scarcity. Exactly, waiting. Oh, yep. my friend, listen, uh, as you know, you and I can talk each other's ears off. Oh, it's, yes. It doesn't take long for us to, to continue to chat. So we'll start to wrap up here. Listen, as yes. always, your energy, your vibrance, your knowledge, and just your overall awesomeness is always a pleasure to be in your space. You. And speaking of space, for those humans out there that are like, I need a little bit of Erica in my world, how can they connect with you? Thank you. First of all, I just want to say you're fucking amazing and I appreciate you and your amazing energy and this work that you are doing. So thank you. Thank you. Um, and to all your amazing listeners, good job. Go and review her podcast right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So the best way you can find me, I'm always on Instagram. You know this, Angela. Um, I that's do know. I that's where I live. That's where I find if I <laughs> yeah. need Erica, I'm like, just go to Instagram. Do not email her. Pass. Yes. Go and go to Instagram. <laughs> so at the Queen of Confidence on Instagram. And uh, we've gifted you guys the five C's, the practice. It's a worksheet. You can fill it out on your computer, on your phone, or you can print it out and just figure out where you are one to five right now. Like make it happen for yourself because you can. And because this is the shit that we get to create as women in business. Um, so yeah, that's it. The queen of confidence.com podcast confidence chronicles, but go get the thing, figure out where you are one to five and let's start taking some action y'all. Dude, I love it. And that's the thing is like, we can't just manifest shit. You can't just sit there and be like, kumbaya, motherfucker, give me the Lamborghini. You still have to take action. Like, it's like, it just doesn't fucking come. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. That. Now, before we wrap up, I always like to ask one final question to the guests. And my question is, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? What do I know now that I wish I first knew when I started out in business? Ooh, I think back in the day, I would have loved to have built an email list and I never did that. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but like Amy Porterfield's email list, I'm just like, damn girl. Mm -hmm. Like I Work wish it. I, you know, like I, I, I was so juvenile and immature and like Instagram builder and it was great Instagram. However, things change. And I think that if I would have focused on building my crew on my email with like keeping my people, yeah. like if you could do that and you're starting out, that is gold. Like that's what I would do. And obviously also you're always going to be shit scared when you level up because mm -hmm. like I will always, I told you before we started recording, I'm scared to speak. I'm speaking and I'm like, oh my God. And everyone's like, amazing. And I will do a great job. But your girl is going to do a spiritual poo every time I speak. <laughs> I'm scared to do a TED talk. And the fear is a level up and it's good. Like we mm -hmm. want to be scared. We want to feel that courageness, that, that fear. No, I love it. And I love the spiritual poo. I mean, what you got to have a good spiritual poo. I mean, let's be honest, right? But it is. But I do think that, again, it's like your body's telling you. It's like totally. the universe is nudging you again. Like, hey, this is you got the nerves there. But if you can push through this awesomeness is on the other side. Exactly. And, and I think also for women, we've got to learn to trust ourselves and we've got to learn yeah. to surrender. And we've just got to be able to just like sometimes just be in that feminine energy and know that it will be OK. It will always yeah. be OK, you know, but you we tell to hear. Exactly. You know? and, and we always tell ourselves the stories and it's just like stop the stories and just do what you're here to do. So yeah. thank you again, my friend, for coming on the episode today. My team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode over at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And for those of you who are, are listening and you haven't subscribed, make sure you do over on Spotify and Apple so you get the updated podcast straight to your app. And for you, amazing human, I hope you have a beautiful day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Thanks again, Erica. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.